0: welcome to another segment of the agricultural market viewpoint this is a podcast where we reflect on various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders this week I want to reflect on the recent rains that we've been seeing across South Africa and in fact since uh, the start of October it's been raining for much of the country and some people have asked the questions of what do these rains mean for agriculture are they causing damages should they read them as a positive sign of yet another good agricultural season which is the point that i've made in the one of the previous segments where i was saying we are in a La Nina period and it looks like it will be positive for agriculture but i think it's important that we take a step back and say over the past month how have these rains actually influenced the agricultural activity and it has varied largely across all of the agricultural activities for example if you were to look in the horticultural space particularly fruits we've seen uh, these weather conditions causing a bit of damage in some of the areas for example in some of the macadamia plantations and banana plantations in Hazel View area of Mpumalanga, there's been a bit of damage in there. But it's not at scale where we can say it's a national crisis or anything. But it's something that I think it's worth monitoring or worth mentioning to say it hasn't been all positive. Those areas, particularly the heavy winds that accompanied rainfall in those areas, they've caused a bit of damage, which we've seen uh, reported by the colleagues that are farming there. But in some of the phone calls for example that i've made within the citrus industry to ask some colleagues at cga whether they are receiving any reports and i would say so far as i record this podcast i haven't really heard anything of negative um in that space if anything i think there is an improvement in dam levels in some of the areas and uh this water will come will be beneficial when we are outside of the rainfall cycle and people need to irrigate so The picture is mixed on a fruit space i would say those macadamia colleagues and some uh, uh, banana orchards within the bumalanga area there has been a challenge uh, of those heavy winds now going forward of course we will be watching to see if we will be receiving rainfall of same magnitude as what we saw for march of uh, of october which means there will be heavy winds and all of those things and what impact will those have our hope is that the rainfalls could be a bit more moderate um as some of the initial landina forecasts were already saying talking about a relatively more moderate but of course the latest uh, uh, reports that are coming out of South African Weather Service they are seeing a normal La Nina but we'll be watching to see then uh, what happens um, in in those areas uh, the citrus is still fairly well and all of the other fruits we haven't heard much I did try to get a sense of what's going on in the avocado space and so far I haven't really heard much of the negatives uh, in that space so we can take the horticultural space particularly fruit as mixed but broadly positive, with the exception of those two that I have mentioned. Of course, horticulture is not only fruit, it is also vegetables. And on a vegetable space, um, uh, heavy rainfall for a prolonged period could cause a bit of damage. We saw, for example, last year where in some of the tomato fields in the northern part of South Africa there were all difficulties about the quality delays in harvesting and all of those things so that's something to watch as the season progresses but so far as I record uh, the session uh, there isn't much that we've heard of the negative um, in, in that space but that's something to watch as the season progresses in the livestock industry which is also an important one because I mean livestock in South Africa Uh, makes up about half of the gross value added of the sector if you look at the agricultural gross value added the value of this sector about 48 percent is livestock so that's almost half of of our space so it's important that we pay attention about what's happening in the livestock industry the heavy rains of the past few weeks have a positive in a sense that they lead to improvements in the felt for natural grazing and all of those things so there is a positive there Uh, The negative or something that we have to watch is, of course, that with higher temperatures, heavy rains, disease occurrences is likely also to be frequent. Uh, I mean, diseases such as red water, hot water, uh, RVF, uh, blue tongue, horse sickness, these are all the diseases that I think farmers should watch and say, as the season progresses with these heavy rains and, and 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 high temperatures uh you should be on alert so that if there is a bit of an outbreak or one notices some in their farms um they're able to take care of that my thinking where i sit i think where it's possible to vaccinate it's better to just vaccinate your your, your livestock so that at least in this tough period of of heavy rains and, and high temperatures, one knows that they've done what they can to ensure that their livestock is in good health. Within the field crops, the picture there is also mixed. Uh, starting off for example with sugarcane, because sugarcane important and largely in Bumalanga and in KZN, which are some of the provinces that have also been receiving heavy rainfall. Uh, in the reports we have and the calls we've made to our colleagues, for example, at SA Cane Growers Association, we're not hearing a lot about damages on that side. If anything, I think for growing conditions so far, the rains have been broadly positive. There are a lot of things, of course, happening in South Africa's sugar industry it have to do with Tonghat hulets and all of those, but those are things that we can discuss in another session. But in as far as the growing conditions of the sugar cane on the ground, it looks like the recent rains have generally been uh, positive on that. of course, then the the the, the field crops are brought, it includes also grains and the oil seeds. And in the grain space i've noted in there in the pre one of the previous uh uh, uh podcast sessions that um, the, the planting starts around about 15th of October in the eastern region of South Africa to central. Then from central South Africa all the way to the western regions, planting usually starts from about mid-November going into mid-December. So far, there's been some good progress, but not in the pace that one would desire. For example, I was just looking at the surveys that have been done by our colleagues at Grain South Africa, looking at Mpumalanga to say how is the progress with soybean planting so far uh, the colleagues in Bumalanga they've planted about 40% of the area that they intended to plant um, and this is slightly behind the typical uh, 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 planting progress in there but of course still in line with what would last year I would say because in the 2021-22 season we had heavy rainfalls which delayed planting by almost a month so the fact that they've still planted 40% now and uh, they are already out of the optimal planting season because the optimal planting period is 15th of November going into mid um, 15th of October going into mid November that doesn't mean that there will be a major issue the reason the optimal planting period exists in that way is that later on in a season if one plants outside of that window they risk being in a situation where crops are affected by frost but if you think back over the past uh five seasons or so in south africa we've rarely seen frost uh negatively affecting crops so we hope that this time around, even though farmers have planted 40% uh, so far, uh, I mean, the past few days have been fairly warm across the country. I hope that there could be some bit of progress in the plantings and they'll be able to close off uh, the intended area within Bumalanga, as well as the KZN and and the other province. And in fact, in KZN, farmers have made some good progress because in the soybean area, they've planted roughly about 80% of the intended area. In terms of maize, they've planted about 50 percent of the intended area uh, maize planting also in Bumalanga they've started to gain a bit of momentum the Eastern Cape is pretty much same numbers as KZN there's been good progress so far but of course um, they need a bit of warmer conditions so that they can be able to finish um, the, the planting the area that has been struggling with heavy and wet conditions uh, uh, per se, is the Free State because in the in the eastern free State, for example uh it's very wet in some areas, and some people that follow agriculture closely they probably saw even the reports and some photos that were released by our friends um in free state agriculture, which they were saying, "Hey, look." It's not looking well, and it's delaying activity in the fields. It's very wet, and I think they are right onto that. So far, with the numbers that we we have, it looks like the Free State is still in in a bit of a of a, of a back footing. About 40% of maize and soybean has been planted in eastern Free State so far, um, and then I think they will be able to to proceed as as soon as the soils are able to drain some of the water that we see in some areas. But with that being said. I would say there's no need to panic as yet um, about South Africa's agricultural conditions in general because we saw similar situations like this in the free state. Even last year, Western Free State, which was wet for quite some time and plantings only proceeded progressed at a later stage. In fact, much of the areas they planted in January this year which was almost a month and a couple of days beyond um, the optimal planting season. The western regions of Free State are also wet, even though uh, some people have started to prepare the soils. So we'll see what happens in the coming days. It's the same story with the northwest, because the northwest, the optimal planting period is between mid-November going all the way to mid-December. So there's still time there to plant sunflowers, white maize, and the other things. And I think we will be watching to see how the season progresses as 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 we proceed but so far the 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 rainfalls have been roughly positive but in some areas we've got more rainfall than what we've bargained for and i think that we'll need a couple of relatively drier weeks so that we can be able to dry off the soil and once there is a bit of a window south african farmers uh from what i've seen in the past they are able to plant quite sizable area in a space of days and we do have the machinery the skill and the capability to be able to do that and and that's the message actually that we're getting because I did make some calls to our friends at great SA to try to get a sense from them and I think they also hoping and holding a positive spirit and if you were to think about the seed sales fertilizer sales uh, agricultural machinery sales all of those they've been positive painting to a picture which farmers are eager for the new season so broadly speaking i would say the past few weeks rainfall which since the start of october um, have been positive in terms of improving soil moisture but the consequences of it are mixed uh, the disruption that i've i've, I've mentioned in academia, as well as some banana fields but not at a scale that we should worry at the national level but i think it's worth acknowledging because those are people's property and people's fields um in the grain industry excessively wet in parts of a uh, uh, um, uh, free state but we hope that over the coming um a few weeks or days it will be able to remain fairly dry drain up that and the activity to proceed And uh, we we hope that there won't be a lot of replanting that will happen because replanting at these higher input costs would be fairly heavy burden for farmers. Uh, Last year, there was a bit of a replanting um, rainfall that damaged some of the fields. Um, and that was costly because if you are replanting with these higher fertilizer higher fuel prices um, that's a heavy burden to carry but we will be watching about how uh, things are uh, progress and I think the only thing that one could say is that for the livestock guys remain vigilant vaccinate where you can in their crops um, and also horticulture it's the same thing to really watch these weather conditions um, and hopefully we will get good windows where we can progress and that we won't have disruptive winds in the in the horticulture space that could disrupt our agricultural activity that's the the roundup or summary of how I see the early start of these rains impact in agriculture uh, and I thought it was important to to, to 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 go through this because some people have been wondering and asking about it I'll come back in the next week uh, with a focus on other things that I think are important for the agricultural economy, either for South Africa or uh, broadly global uh, issues, uh, I'll, I'll bring it up that um, in the coming weeks. That's it for now. My name is Wandile Sitholebo. I'm an agricultural economist based in Pretoria. You can read more about some of the things that I write in my blog, which is com. Or in the organisation that I work for, which is the Agricultural Business Chamber, all of that is found in uh, can be found in www.agbiz.co.za www.agbiz.co.za That's it uh, from me. Thank you for listening.